listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, girl. <laughs> Why? Hey, girl. Hey. Why did I do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> you're delirious. Awkward me. It's super late. It is late. It's late for us. We're moms. So it's past my 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I was say Pacific time. That doesn't matter. No. <laughs> it really it doesn't. It's 10 p.m. Doesn't. anywhere. We're not yeah. live. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, that's great. Oh, my gosh. Well, welcome to episode five of Downworlder Dish. We are going to be discussing chapters seven and eight of City of Bones, uh, the five-dimensional door and weapon of choice. We're going to kick off the episode with Robin's recap. I like that alliteration. I do too. It was great. <laughs> Robin's I recap. I just came up with it right now. I love that. I didn't even put it together until Robin said something. <laughs> it feels like it should be corner, but then my name would have to start with a C. I've got one. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. <laughs> Again. I had to think about it. Oh my gosh. Oh, shoot. I'm so sorry. You it's should fine. be. No, it just something got me. Hold yeah. your coughing for later. Yeah, we're all a little bit under the weather, so we're trying not to sound... If we sound bad, that's why. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> Last time, Clary finds Jace and Alec in the weapons room and tells the boys that Hodge has given her permission to go home if Jace will go with her. He agrees, and when Alec acts... <laughs> <laughs> Someone's been on people of Walmart for too long. Yes. This is too far away from my face. He agrees when Alec asks. No, damn it. (laughs) That's really hard to say. He agrees when Alec says he wants to go with him. Jace says no. As they're leaving the Institute, Clary bitch slaps Jace in the face for putting her life in danger by marking her with a rune, making it so she could have died. Once inside, Clary's apartment is revealed to be... She could have died. I'm sorry. Making it so she could have died. (laughs) That was good. Thank you. Once they get inside Clary's apartment, it's completely empty. She insists on seeing her bedroom, but before she's able to go inside, a giant monster explodes from the door. An epic battle ensues. The monster's finally killed, but not without injury to Jace, who sustains a broken arm. He heals himself by using an Arazi rune and tells Clary that the giant wasn't a demon, but a forsaken, a mundane driven to madness by being marked with runes, which, dude, seriously, this could have been the consequences of your actions. Uh Uh-huh. And he shows zero remorse. No, right. Does not care. Gives no shits. Again, deserve to be slapped. (laughs) Madam Dorothea, Clary's neighbor, comes out like a creep Mm -hmm. and warns them, there's more forsaken upstairs. <laughs> I'm so glad you did the voice because in my head I was like like a troll that comes from underneath yes. the bridge. She's like, hello. Uh-huh, with her like skinny finger. That's why I raised my hand. <laughs> Jace and Dorothea exchange words, but the chapter ends with them entering her apartment on the promise of her explaining what she knows about the disappearance of Clary's mother, Jocelyn. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right, so the fifth dimensional door starts out with Madame Dorothea welcoming, welping, welcoming, <laughs> with Madame Dorothea welcoming Jason Clary into her apartment. Dorothea disappears into the kitchen to make a pot of tea because that's what a good hostess does, <laughs> and not Earl Grey, 
because as we find out, Jace hates bergamot, which is a very odd thing. I don't really. I'm not a tea drinker. No. I like coffee. I love tea. I don't know. I don't know what bergamot is. It's okay. an incredible smell. Okay. Sorry. Okay. No, I know what it is. I don't know what it tastes like. Right. Or have you ever had Earl Grey tea? You know me. I Maybe. Don't like tea. Probably not. All right. Well, I guess it's not that weird for a 17-year-old boy not to like tea, but... <laughs> well, to have such a specific... Right. It, it, yeah. It's very specific. And he, and he explains that they study... I wanted to say herbology, and that's <laughs> not true. Okay. Wrong fandom every episode. Botany. <laughs> um, they study botany with, with Hodge and learn about medicinal herbs mm-hmm. and things like that, So, which is how he has the knowledge of the specific herb he does not like. I just imagine bergamot being like maroon. And I know that's probably I, not. That's weird. I do too. Well, technically it's not an herb. It's like a fruit. It's a cross between an orange and a lime. Okay. But it's it's the oil um, that like like it. Uh, people use it for like essential oils and stuff. And tea? Um, uh, in tea, I believe it's like the... Peel? She is making fun of you. <laughs> oh, you're such a bitch. <laughs> I'm cutting this whole part out because no. I sound like such leave a hippie it. nut. Leave it. Leave it. You gotta leave it. <laughs> I sound so crunchy. Mm-hmm. Like your granola is making noise over there. <laughs> you sound like yourself. <laughs> well, see what happens so is um, they take a crystal, <laughs> they put weed in it, and <laughs> like what? No, How did you even find at, that? No, no, they use it as like a mortar and pestle, and uh, you just I have to really need to get the right chakra on your crystal. Otherwise, the herb kind of tastes like none of pheromones. what you're saying. Like an animal is dying. It tastes different. It's tainted. The meat is spoiled. <laughs> to be clear. None of what you just said makes sense. <laughs> I love it. Good job, Robin. <laughs> High five. And I'm sorry to say that if you have an idea of what somebody from Portland looks like, I unfortunately fit that bill <laughs> hardcore today. That's true. It's true. That is true. Nirvana, Anna Plaid, flannel. And my Burks. Yes. With my wool socks. Yes. Tucked into leggings. <laughs> yeah. Talked over leaking. Opposites. <laughs> it's very important. Anyway. With the Apple Watch waving in the air. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I'm you have the hydroplast. Put this in my MacBook. <laughs> oh my god. With my hydroplast. We're getting it. your water. It's tepid water. We're putting it in a hydroplast. There's no reason. I do. I have a Columbia hydroplast. With stickers from places I've been. <laughs> My 15-year-old daughter has that too. I just don't understand I'm why you're putting. Girl. Great. Why are you putting room temperature water in the hydro because flask? This crinkles. She's waving it at Robin as it like <laughs> listen, legit, no noise. girl. <laughs> listen, Linda. This thing that I'm holding right now is making noise. Can you guys hear it? You guys, all this water, listeners. Can you sloshing hear around? Can you hear it? Crinkling the water bottle. I bet they can. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, Jace doesn't like bergamot. (laughs) 
<laughs> but we also find out he doesn't like cucumbers. Who doesn't yeah, like cucumbers? I, I like them on cucumber sandwiches. But Duh, because I put them on every sandwich I make you. Okay, I like it when you make me sandwiches. <laughs> but I also just like cucumber tea sandwiches because it's basically like eating cream cheese. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay, okay. Except in this book... It's made with mayonnaise, which made that me does gag. Sound gross. Weird. And I yeah. could yeah. not handle myself. I'm uh-huh. like, stop it. I agree with Robin. It should have cream cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. With dill. Okay. And salt. Mm, no. Yep. Mayonnaise Pepper. is disgusting. Uh, well. Anyway, while Madame Dorothy is gone, they have a chance to snoop. And Sounds like me. Or <laughs> Robin. <laughs> I feel like this whole beginning of this chapter is just going to be real bad for me. Right. Yep. <laughs> So she's got palmistry posters and books on divination and astrology decorating her front room. And it all seems pretty typical for your average fortune teller, psychic kind of situation. And Jace calls Clary Frey, conjuring up images of Simon, and she snaps at him and tells him not to call her that. Now, here's the deal. This is the first time that Simon is mentioned Uh since Java Jones. Yes. So since her mom disappeared. How many days ago? She was in a coma for three days. So yeah. Does that count? Okay, right. Probably not in her mind. But it's been three days. Yeah, it's so, so it's been three days, right? My, probably four. I feel like it's been four. Uh-huh. Yeah, because if she's been... She's out for yeah. three yeah. days. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but... <laughs> so she hasn't even thought... She legit Simon? gets up, walks out, leaves, and doesn't even call him. For days. Mm-hmm. She's not even thinking about it. No. no, she didn't think about him when she woke up. Yeah. And when she, like, remembered everything that happened before. Why are you smiling? I feel like you're in on a joke that I'm not in on, <laughs> and I feel very uncomfortable. It's not appropriate. Tell us. I'll cut it out. It's fine. <laughs> She's dickmatized. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Dick glamoured. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> what? I'm going to drink. <laughs> It'd be better if you had a hydro flask. <laughs> I use one at work, but I put cold water into it. <clears throat> well, it keeps it from getting warmer. I just drank mine at all. I think that Clary is just not, like, Simon's not in her mind right now. Well, I mean, she's obviously you don't think she's think actively about. trying to, like, keep him out of whatever's happening? I don't think so. What would you do? Like, would you wake up and want to call one of us? I don't. Okay. I would. I don't know. I'd I'd have to tell at least somebody. Uh So here's the thing. I'm not crazy, right? I'd probably call my therapist. She doesn't have her phone. Right? Yeah. Right. Because her phone got Right. It broke. Yep. It broke. Mm. Because she threw it like a child. Mm -hmm. So she wakes up. She's taken to Hodge. First thing. Mm-hmm. She, gets, she drinks this thing. She's taking Hodge. And he, she's like, I just want to go home. Mm-hmm. He's like, That's right. That's he's right. He's like, okay, well, you can go home if you take Jace with you. So then she goes to get Jace. So if she okay. had her phone, like if I had my phone, I'd call you when we're on the subway or when we're text walking you home. Or something. I text you. Uh-huh. I get a hold of you. But she's going to have to stop and ask to use 
Well, she used the phone to call Luke. The office phone, basically. Right. And, and she's like, I want to go home. And she calls Luke and Luke is like, no, I think I would be like, okay, I'm calling Simon. Right. Because, okay, you want to go home. But what happens after that? Are you just going to stay with these people? Right. Simon would be my next guest. I mean, and obviously Simon's mom. She's been friends with him since she was a little kid. Right. I think I'd be trying to find like the closest adult definitely. to a parent that yeah. I've got. So if, I think, okay, hold on. Let me say this. It's My mind is going to too fast. If Hodge would have been like, no, you can't go home. I would have called Simon. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's like, he didn't give her a chance. It was like, she called Luke. Luke's like, no, F off. And so then she, she got emotional. She gets emotional. Mm-hmm. Hodge is like, okay, guys, beat feet. Right. She explains to him what's going on. She says she wants to go see her place. He's like, yeah, go take Jace with you. There's just enough light that you can do it now. Okay, that makes sense. So she's just like, okay, gotta go, gotta go. Uh-huh. But if he would have said no, wait till tomorrow, I'm sure she would have called someone. Okay, good point, yeah. That makes sense. But she yeah. just hasn't had time to even catch her breath yet, really. Right, And yeah. she doesn't have her cell phone accessible right. to be with her if on the run. If she had her cell phone, I think it would have been a We're so used to ha- being connected 24-7. Absolutely, true. Being yeah. able to text or pick up the phone or whatever. Uh-huh. But she's got to use a landline. And and it's 2006. Right, when she's running out the door, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. she goes to ask Jace even, like, hey, would you even, like, want to come? Right. He's like, yeah, let's go now. There's still light outside. Like, hurry. That's true. We need to go. Right. So that I don't sense. think it's anything malicious. I think that she's, I think Jace saying Frey is like, oh my God, Simon. Right. Mm-hmm. And it makes, I think she feels guilty. I would. I for would. sure. Yeah, for and sure. And that's why she's like, no, nah, don't. We ain't cool like that, bro. Right, right. Like, you can't, you don't get to, that's mm-hmm. sacred. Yep. You don't yeah. get to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't let anybody else call me Creston. Right. Just us. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my mom tries to, but then I get mad at her. (laughs) While they're waiting for Madame Dorothea to get back, Clary makes the mistake again of saying that Jace does magic. And he gets super bitchy about it. (laughs) He keeps reminding her that witches and warlocks are the only ones that can do magic because they have demon blood, which is like his go-to for everything <laughs> and that humans can't um shadow hunters train to use runes so that they can use magical tools like their seraph bra- blades and their stellies uh but they don't actually wield magic themselves why are you smiling because i just love the way that sounds wield magic uh-huh. <laughs> that's great yeah it sounds like magic the gathering yeah oh I'm going to tap my mana and turn my card. Nerd, I need a bell for every time you guys nerd up like this. Ding. Did you just say nerd up? <laughs> like. Like level up. Like regulators. Power Rangers. Nerd up. <laughs> did you just. Oh, no. Did you just Warren G this situation yes. right now? The Warren to the G. That's the, that's the song to that the Jay raps like impeccably. That's great. That's great. Anyway, moving on to wielding magic. <laughs> so Jace is just arguing semantics like a broody little brat that he is. Um, and Madame Dorothea interrupts their banter and after a bit of ber- verbal sparring with Jace, leads them into what she calls the parlor, which I think is just... <laughs> the parlor her her living room right yes. <laughs> right it's, um, it's i think it's great my grandma still calls the couch the davenport i just love it yeah 
I mean, maybe a Davenport is something different, and I'm just being stupid. I don't think so. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. No, I'm pr- pretty sure I've heard that. Yeah. Um, and so she sets out tea and cucumber sandwiches, which we discussed, are made with mayonnaise, which is disgusting. Wrong. I also love at this next part that Clary just devours the sandwiches. Right? Girl's hot no shame. Yeah. I love she's, it. She's hungry. I love yeah. it. She hasn't eaten in three days. Like, I'd be hungry too. She had that potion or whatever. Right. It's it was not supposed enough. to tie her over. Yeah. Or like make her not be nauseous or uh-huh. what have you. But doesn't Jace kind of comment on it like an asshat? He does. Okay. okay uh-huh. So that that brings up the main question uh-huh. that I wanted to ask at least Amanda is how do you feel about Jace up until this point? Like, does he have enough charm to not no that his no, I don't think shittiness? So. Not not quite. Right? Like I mean he's he's getting there, but I think I'd still just be like He's an ass annoying. I she calls him an asset and it's like literally love the it. perfect description. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember when I read it the first time being younger. Yeah. I just thought it was really funny. Okay. Obviously. I'm like he's hilarious. Who says that? <laughs> And now that I'm older and cranky, I'm like, dude, come on. Right. You're trying too hard. I'm pretty sure when I first read this, I thought he was like super hot and witty and like sarcastic. And I was like, oh, yeah, dreamboat. Treat me like shit. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, calm down, big boy. Uh Uh Yeah. (laughs) I've been married for 10 years. I don't need this. Right? (laughs) Get out of my life, Jace. We don't put up with that crap anymore. Okay, so Madame Dorothea says that she is not a warlock, but her mother was. Jace says that it's impossible because warlocks are half human, half demon. Since they're half breeds, they can't have children. They're sterile. Only warlocks are children are the children of demons, and that's why their powers are the strongest. Clary asks if vampires, werewolves, and fairies are demons as well. Jace explains that vampires and werewolves are the result of diseases from their home dimensions. So crazy me to my point. Especially Amanda. Okay. Now that you know more uh-huh. from what Hodge explains. Because mm-hmm. before you said that you'd like to be a warlock. Yeah. But now that you know you could never have children, would your answer change? I see. I see. I see. Like, you would be a half demon and well, like, cursed to never have my kids. My life would be completely different. So I don't know. I'd still be a warlock. <laughs> I just feel like it'd be really lonely. But would being a friggin' zombie be any better? Or, well, you could be you a know? fairy. Okay, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but fairies are like, they're not, they're mischievous by nature. I feel like that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, you we'll haven't. Um, okay. We'll okay. see. Okay. I don't fuck with fairies. Like, I feel though. like they're just playing tricks on everybody. To me, I think. Like um, pulling your chair out from underneath you when you sit down. Okay. No. They're evil. Okay. Yeah. I think of all of these things, a werewolf would be able to lead the most normal downwarder life. Okay. Definitely. You're right. Definitely. So it's okay. like, okay, not normal down, normal human, most human downwarder life would be a werewolf. Uh-huh. Because although um, you'll, again, I'm just at this point in the book. Yes. Yes. As we know, obviously a lot more. Mm-hmm. But I know that you specifically had said warlock. Right. And I know how much you love your babies. I sure do. I went to a lot of trouble to have the last one. So I don't know. That's a very good question. I hadn't thought of that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I also just like the living forever thing. I, well, That's I'm, a hard thing to like wrap your head around. Yes. So even if you did have kids. Uh-huh. Right. 
Ugh. Well, my right, thing with forever. it too is obviously in this book, mm-hmm. angels are real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different dimensions are real. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to be like, okay, heaven and hell are real. Okay, and if you have you're half demon, you're not going to heaven, bro. But you're not going to die because you're immortal. right. They live yeah, forever. But what happens when the world ends? Just exist in nothingness in space. There's just white yeah. everywhere. But I it's I find it very interesting that they're very specific. the The author is very specific in this book. They don't know if heaven and hell are, are a real thing. They know that angels are a real thing. Okay. And they know that demons are a real right. thing from a different dimension. Right. Not necessarily hell. Uh huh. So they really don't have any more answers uh-huh. than we do okay mm-hmm. well as of right now i think fairies are mischievous so i'd be a fairy because it sounds fun i don't care what you guys say <laughs> at this moment and yes right. atm <laughs> fairies are interesting yes no atm no atm take it back <laughs> so clary asks if fairies are also part demon madame dorothea says that they are fallen angels cast out of heaven for their pride Jace chimes in and says that it's also said that they're half demon and half angel. This would make sense since they are good and evil. They're beautiful like angels, but full of mischief. Just sounds like fun. (laughs) I love it. Madame Dorothea seems like she's over it. She's done explaining details to Clary, and she starts going into her connection to the downworlders. She was adopted by her mother. Uh, She adopted Dorothea to make sure that there would be someone to take care of her shop after she was gone. Dorothea doesn't, says she doesn't have magic, that she is what she calls uh, watch and guard. Wait. If her warlock mother is immortal. Well, okay, so they're immortal, but d- that doesn't mean they can't be killed. So, like, they don't die yeah, of okay. old age, but they could be killed. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't put that together, and I, okay. Interesting. Okay. Good question. So Madame Dorothea picks up Clary's empty tea, cup of tea and reads her tea leaves. She says that they are neither good nor bad. Uh, then she demands to see Jace's cup, basically spilling it out of his hand. He wasn't even done with it. And she sees violence and bloodshed in his cup, as well as him falling in love with the wrong person. Uh, she also sees that he has an enemy. So I have to ask, because, of course, we have the hippie over here. Oh, shit. Have you ever done this, reading your tea leaves? Is this sort of like a psychic reading? Uh, yes. So okay. it's, a, it's a form of divination. What? Give me the cup. Give me the... <laughs> okay, that I know now. <laughs> Give me the cup. <clears throat> the grim. She had to show me a video to understand. The grim. It's great. Um, yeah, so it's a form of divination, kind of like tarot cards. Uh-huh, okay. So you read images in the tea leaves at the bottom of the cup. I think Kristen had tarot cards. I still do have tarot cards. I think my mom had tarot cards. Anyway. Yeah. So someone's read your tea leaves before. Uh Uh-huh. Wait. Is it the same every time? No. Who read your tea leaves? I had a lady do it in Georgia. In an alley. There was one And then I went to a psychic in New Orleans. I remember that. It's a bad place to go. Yeah. It seems super like. I totally got cursed in New Orleans. Awesome. I, I touched an altar that I was not supposed to touch. Awesome. I did not realize it because I did not see the sign that was directly in front of my face. And this, like, Ooh, I have older, to touch this. This older woman 
She had like a headdress on and everything. Like yeah. she was legit. She like, she, she said, don't touch that. But like her voice was so loud and I literally like jumped back and I was like, fuck, like, oh crap. I did something like I, I did something crazy. Bad. And then, um, we, me and Melissa left and I was just like, after that point, I was like, I gotta like, or, okay. So I jumped back and then we, I was trying to like avoid stuff and I went to go touch something else. And Melissa grabbed my hand and it was a different altar, but like they had like, like things hanging on them, like offerings. Right. So like necklaces and, and pendants and things like that. Okay. And I thought it was for sale and it was another, there was another sign that said, don't touch it. But like something in me like wasn't connecting. Like I was not paying attention. <laughs> I was like totally doing exactly what I should not be doing. <laughs> and so I almost touched a second one and Melissa's like, dude, what are Knock you doing? Off. And I was like, we got to get out of here. Yeah. So we left and we were on Bourbon Street and I was like, I just wasn't feeling good. I was like, I want to go. Like, I want to get out of the French Quarter. Let's go back to our hotel. And my legs swelled up so bad immediately after. Mind you, we had been down south for like several days up until this point. Going all over the place, driving all over. We went to Houston, Austin, like all kinds of crazy places. And all of a sudden, my legs swell and my feet swell like to this, like, huge they look like sausages I had more than cankles awesome okay uh, it lasted for two weeks oh my god did not stop when I got back that's crazy and I was like I'd be I, very uncomfortable I, I totally got cursed and I was like I'm not I'm not gonna do that again yeah don't touch it <laughs> read the sign yeah for sure pay attention <laughs> so going back to Clary's cup Madame Dorothea says that there is nothing for her to read. Everything is jumbled and means nothing. She says, uh, she asks Clary if there's a block in her mind. Clary doesn't think so, but Madame Dorothea suggests that there may be a spell that had blocked her sight. Jace says that Clary claims that she'd never had the sight before this week. So maybe this is maybe this is why she's all of a sudden seeing everything. Spell is breaking or something. True love's kiss. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. Who did she kiss? She doesn't kiss anybody. (laughs) I just want to be obnoxious. Awesome. (laughs) So Madame Dorothea decides to try tarot cards on Clary. She just can't give up on the reading. She's got an... Well, she doesn't have magic. This is her thing. Yeah. It seems weird. I'm going to tell you everything I know, but Mm -hmm. first. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Good point. And that they're not like, come on, lady, we need to know this information. Okay, read my tarot. You're feeding me sandwiches. It's cool. (laughs) It's legit. (laughs) So Clary chooses the Ace of Cups, which is also known as the love card. Mm. Yeah. And I just love what Madame Dorothea says here, um, whether or not when Clary asks if it's a good or a bad card. She says, the most terrible things men do, uh, they do in the name of love. Dudes are dumb. Mm -hmm. Totes. Totes true. Totes McGarts. Dumb. Women are also dumb. That is true. Very. We're all dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Love makes you dumb. I guess is what I should say. Yes. (laughs) So looking closely at the card, Clary recognizes the art as her mother's art. Which is just so cool that she can do that. I agree. Yeah. When, like, I guess I would, I would recognize my mom's handwriting anywhere. Uh So Uh I, I guess it's the same thing. Like you, you look at something so often you, I mean, 
your brush strokes are like your signature. Right. I have no skills. Me neither. Of anything that has to do with fine arts. I have barely passable skills for a kindergartner. You are modest. <laughs> I could do a stick figure. You can cut hair and yeah. you are good at making things. Oh, like I'm an artist, but like, like I can't children. paint or draw really. I just meant like anything that has to do with art. Like I can't do anything. Oh. Uh-huh. Like nothing. You're the I try. What is it? Right side or left side? You are I can't remember. Also a liar. I it, try. You you're sew crafter. clothes and you yeah, crochet. I'm more stuff crafty. And, yeah. Yeah. You have skills. YouTube helps. Thank you, YouTubers. Dude, for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I learned how to Figure Everything, out podcasting, crochet, and sewing, and being a mother. Cross-stitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, being a mother, yeah. It's hard. Anyway, I just feel like it's something I can't even fathom being able to do because I just, that is not in my skill set. Uh huh. I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm, I can't do anything. I can write well. And, yes. You know, more. You have left, an amazing way with words. Yeah. Just left brain, that's left what it brain. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I just, I can't even fathom being able to do that. I mean, yeah. you could, you could do like geometry and shit. No, that's me. No, I got no math skills. No math skills? I got language skills. She uses a oh, calculator for five plus four at it's work. True. Oh. It's great. What is it, Robin? Nine. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. never mind. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Although she could tell you the Latin root of it. <laughs> that is true. Anything English. She's got this. We got it. Uh, so Madame Dorothea says that Jocelyn painted the whole pack uh, for her as a gift, a pack of tarot cards as a Which gift. Which is even more like annoying. How did Clary not know that? Well, how the heck are you going to like this lady that just got captured? You have a good enough relationship to get a gift from her. Yeah. But you can't do something when there's people attacking her daughter. Right. And, like mm-hmm. being. Okay. Hold on a second. So there's, there's a couple of things here. Yes, I totally understand that point of view. But she's an old lady that does not have magic of her own. Right, that's true. What is she supposed to do? I mean, Warn she could them? have said something. Yeah. For sure. She hey, could have said something. Hey, that blood there is fresh. Don't go in. Right. <laughs> hey, Clary, just so you know, it's not from the other night. There's a hundred percent. Right. A hundred percent. But. <laughs> well, Jay seems to like think that there should be a way for her to contact the clave. Mm-hmm. If okay. she has the sight. Okay. He thinks she has a sight, right? He, she has to have the sight if she knows what Forsaken is. Okay. Right? Well. Because there's not anybody telling her, that noise upstairs is a Forsaken. She knows right. it's a Forsaken. I don't think I, I don't think you need the sight to be able to identify a Forsaken if you already know what a Forsaken is. So I think that the sight part, I, I don't think necessarily... Maybe there's no glamour. I, it's because she already has them. the knowledge. Her brain isn't like trying to cover up things. So there's certain things that she can see. Oh, okay. I mean, like a glamour, she might not be able to see through. Sure. I don't know if you can train your mind to look through a glamour as a mundane. Okay. Uh-huh. But if her, I mean, like her mom wouldn't have been able to be like, find one with the exactly. sight that I can yes. adopt. Yes. You know what like, I mean? I don't, I don't Show think her logical. something weird and see if she sees it. Well, right. unless um, she was like, she had the sight. And which is why she got orphaned in the first place, because they thought there was something wrong with her. Maybe. Yeah. She's seeing kids with wings and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm assuming Madame Dorothea is old. Uh, yeah. Yeah. From from what I can, like, from what I've gathered from we her. We call her Madam. Right. So that's <laughs> well, a little giveaway. You know, they used to put people that 
like in insane asylums and stuff you know sure yeah, yeah. so i don't know maybe that might yeah, that i'm make like sense. trying to look too much into her backstory probably yeah <laughs> that's okay so clary asks how well madame dorothea knows her mother Dorothea explains that Jocelyn knew what she knew, and she knew what Jocelyn was. It's a lot of, she knows, I know, you know. It's like the episode of Friends. Yes. I, we know that they know that we know that they know. (laughs) That we know. So although they didn't talk much, Madame Dorothea would sometimes fill in Jocelyn on downworld gossip. Uh, Jocelyn had asked her to keep an ear out for someone named Valentine. Again. Dun, dun, dun. Again with the Valentine. Dude is back. So she explains that Jocelyn was a shadow hunter in her past, part of the clave, and Jace realized that the house was actually a sanctuary. Madame Dorothea's mother used her power to make the house hidden and protected. It made for a perfect hideout for downworlders on the run. I don't know why I was going to break out in song there. (laughs) Jace accuses Madame Dorothea of... You know what? That goes good with heard it from a friend. Like what you were just saying before. Mm Mm-hmm. So Jace accuses Madame Dorothea of hiding criminals. Uh, like, dude, why? Stop. I know. Shut your mouth. He Just... is such a jackass. Uh-huh. It's like she's so intolerant. You, like information. Just stop. Right. Just be nice. Be a she did not have jerk to reveal anything. When she's done talking. Yes, right. absolutely. Yeah, so that's exactly. They start arguing a little bit about what's right and wrong, discussing the motto of the covenant. The law is hard, but it is the law. Jace notices a velvet hanging and demands Dorothea tell him what it is. Annoyed, Clary tells him it's a door. Like, come on. That's what it's it's covering, you know. Clary realizes that she's being kind of silly, I think, and um, that the door would be set between two bay windows and it obviously couldn't actually be a door. So Madame Dorothea admits that it is a five-dimensional door. This door can take you anywhere in the dimension that you'd like to go. Jace chimes in and explains that it's an escape hatch, which is why Jocelyn wanted to live there, so she could get away at any moment. Clary wonders why Jocelyn wouldn't have used the portal to escape when she was attacked, and she realizes it's because of her. So, wanting to see where her mother wanted to escape to, she turns the knob to the portal and is basically sucked in and is falling through empty space. Again, thinking she's invincible, I'm just going to open another door. Goofball. So... Goof yes, Clary's ball. an yeah. idiot. I think yeah. we've we've well established yeah. that she has no sense of self-preservation <laughs> at all. So, Clary's too surprised to scream as she tumbles into nothingness. A falling sensation sweeps over her body and she reaches out to steady herself and ends up latching onto tree branches. So cartoony. <laughs> it really is. It's like Looney Tunes when right I was, here. When I was a kid, my, my cousin wanted to go smoke behind the apartments and uh she fell and tripped and <laughs> grabbed onto a tree branch and it went into her arm she had to go she got caught she had to go get stitches and it was sorry she got i just caught. blew your eardrums out but yeah. that's crazy anyway did she like did, she didn't even try to make it up, up a different excuse i don't think so i mean i was 10 so i don't totally remember but she wasn't much older than me oh yeah it was pretty funny i was like haha <laughs> she wanted me to go down there with her and i was like no no Oh, Legal good girl. No, I was smoking. I was just afraid to go down there. Okay. <laughs> I was 10. <laughs> just want to make this clear. <laughs> I wasn't Robin. Right? <laughs> nope. I was just scared of the heights, I guess. Okay. I don't know. So the branches, believe it, shockingly enough, only slightly break her fall, and she hits onto the hard ground. And just as she begins to sit up, she's knocked backward as Jace lands on top of her. <laughs> 
as he too falls from the portal. And so Clary and Jace argue about like surprise, surprise, following me. right? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you following me? Which is just crazy. Like God, Tina. Like exactly. <laughs> yep. I mean, she's insane. That she wouldn't want him. Like, obviously, he saved her life. You don't want to go somewhere like that alone. So why are you, like, quit being a bitch. Yeah. Well, and the last time that he didn't follow her, she was like, where is he? Why didn't he follow uh, me? Yeah, look uh, behind. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah stop uh-huh. it. So the argument stalls, and Clary lifts herself off the ground and immediately is able to recognize where they are, and they're at Luke's house. Nope. They make their way to the front of the clapboard gray house. And a sign over the step reads, Garraway Books, Fine, Used, New, and Out of Print, Closed Saturdays. And Clary explains that Luke lives behind the bookstore, which is totally rad. It's cool. So This Cla- is such a weird... Whatever, we'll get to it later. So Clary asks Jace, like, how come we're at Luke's place? And he tells Clary, portals work by taking you to whatever place that you were thinking of. Hmm. So why can't Jocelyn just tell Madame Dorothea... Tell Clary I'm meeting her at the blah, blah, blah. Right. And then they could meet at the same place. Well, because she did tell uh, Clary not to come home. But before but that. Clary's obviously never listened to anybody else in true. her entire life. That's true. And she should have said, go to Madame Dorothea's house instead of go to Simon's. Right. Yeah. And then she could have told her where they were going. Rendezvous. I don't like. Madame Dorothea was waiting for her in the hallway. Why couldn't they have set up an escape plan like her and Madame Dorothea? If something ever happens. Right. And I have to leave. That's the whole reason they live there. Right. Clary comes in. Tell her to go here. The pizza place on 52nd or whatever it is. They should have had an escape. Like you plan a fire drill. Yes. Okay. I don't. Good families. You should. I don't either. Fire escapes. I do close all the doors when I leave the house. Just in case. I mean, Bryn, Bryn knows who to call. Right. So it seems weird that they didn't have a plan in place. <laughs> I was going to say something bad, but I can't she say knows that without cutting call. it out. Because someone might listen to this. Ghostbusters. <laughs> huh? What? Ghostbusters. I was going to say, it's 911. There's who a fire, Kristen. I hope your 13-year-old knows to call. 911. <laughs> I meant like if there's an emergency. If there's a demon. Like, (laughs) yes. If there's a demon attacking. Oh, God. Okay, so if you're Clary, Mm -hmm. and you are walking into nothingness, like, because she opens the door and she just walks in. Mm -hmm. So to me, I'm thinking this is just like her static. Mm -hmm. This is a safe place. This Mm -hmm. is Luke's house. So where are you going? Well, I mean, if I'm Clary, I think... No, you're not Clary. You're Kristen. Right. Oh, because you if said you're if in her you're situation. Clary. If you're in her situation. Right. Oh. That's such a hard one. So I can't go home, right? No, because you're running from home. Okay. I'd probably go to my brother's. Huh? I don't even necessarily know if it's safe here. It's just... Like, where's your automatic? Like, where's, where's your, your automatic? Where's setting? home? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Besides, like, where's your, you know, you can't go to physically your house, but right. where's home? It would probably be, be work <laughs> for me, honestly. It would it would just be, like, because I'm so mechanically used to, like, going to okay, work. Okay, okay. I think that would probably just be, like, my default. Yeah, work for me is home. So, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I think my brother. That's really sad. <laughs> I Poor Kristen. <laughs> I have the, I'd say fortunate. I'm fortunate. 
You go to your dad. Luxury that my dad lives in the house that I came home from in the hospital. Yes. So it's like. Oh, that gives me chills. That that's home. That's great. You moved around a bunch. I did, I did too. Both of you guys uh-huh. did. So you never really had like that's home. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't know. Probably your dad's. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> my basement. Yeah. That's the awesome. Basement. Yeah. Because we don't even hang out enough at each other's houses to really mm-hmm. like, right. Mm-hmm. If it was back in the day when we lived next door to each other, yeah, it would be your house, no problem. Because mm-hmm. I was constantly there. Absolutely, right. yeah. Vice versa, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Although that wouldn't be getting too far away from the danger, because you'd just go one door down. Right. That's true. Three doors down? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stop it. It was only one. <laughs> but it'd have that one really sad guy that was in between us, oh. and he'd be the buffer. He'd get killed first. Yeah. Hopefully. That poor no. guy. Yeah. That's not oh, we felt say so hopefully. bad for him. Hopefully. <laughs> Wait, what? I said, hopefully he would die first. I want to die. No, he'd definitely die first. I want you to die. I'm he too fat to outrun anything. He never got sunlight. He might have been a vampire. <laughs> he was never outside Night at children. All. Did he work? Yeah. I, yeah, I think so. I don't know. Okay. He didn't talk. No, nope. it was good that way. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds that way. So, so Clary's insisting. Wait, did you answer? I said my brothers. You said your brothers. Yeah. That's right. So Clary's insisting to Jace that her mind was clear. She walked to the door. And Jace tells her that she must have been thinking of this place. And um, since they were there, they might as well take a look inside. And Clary's like, no, no, no. Luke specifically told me, don't come here. Because mm-hmm. I think her feelings are just still hurt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Jace is like, okay, he said not to come here, but like, are you just going to accept that answer? Like, okay. are you just cool with it? And um, he says, quote, we always have choices. Which it's like, be an ass or be nice. But right. Flip flopping. Right? <laughs> Stop. Like, You've got multiple pers- like multiple uh-huh, sides uh-huh. that he's yeah. just like flipping on and off. Yeah. So he ends up convincing Clary to go through the back door. <laughs> so to get there, they decide <laughs> to jump the fence. <laughs> and in the process, Jace ends up landing on someone hiding in the bushes. And he tries and chases. <laughs> Why are you jumping? To go through the back door. <laughs> are lame <laughs> sorry like you said but <laughs> i still laugh every time someone says doo-doo okay so should i just say go in through the back i think go in the back door works. was fine it just was funny okay so they decide to jump the fence and jace ends up landing on someone hiding in the bushes and then weird he sh- <laughs> <I know. laughs> you just said someone hiding in the bushes that's weird pardon me have right. i landed on you what is it what are the odds too how big is this fence <laughs> how big is this yeah this yeah. bush <laughs> they choose the one section yeah right i like it so jace chases after and catches the person who ends up being simon so all of this happens while clary is still trying to jump the fence Tangled in Isabel's two large clothes. Oh, right. Because <laughs> Isabel's shade is strong. Yeah. Just follows. Mean girl. <laughs> so, of course, Clary wants to know what Simon is doing. And we get to meet, like, 
super sassy Simon. <laughs> okay, I don't know if you what noticed. What did we say about the S's? I have a hard time with S's. And that was hard. <laughs> well, and you said Simon's again. <laughs> I think it's because I'm saying like Simmons. <laughs> yep. I've done that a couple times. <laughs> oh, okay. He's mad at Clary for disappearing for three days without calling or answering her cell phone while she is, quote, <laughs> shacking up with some dyed blonde wannabe goth. Awesome. Yes. Love it. It's my yep. favorite line. Every line is your favorite line. <laughs> but of this chapter, it's my favorite line of this chapter. Okay. It's one chapter, of my favorite yeah. lines of It is Simon's. funny. So I have to know, you guys, okay, you're Simon. Are you really hiding in Luke's bushes? Like... <laughs> No. Come on, that's creepy. Okay, I think his explanation makes sense. Okay, remind me. So, get to that. Clary's embarrassed okay. uh-huh. at the implication of her shacking up with Jace. And um, Simon says, just waiting for that I to just, happen. I keep forgetting that she's like 16 she's 15 yeah. well she's turning 16 or whatever yeah like, okay. so of course she's embarrassed yeah right it's, right. it's weird i haven't been in that place in my life in a really long time so. uh-huh right it's weird yeah it's gross <laughs> so simon says that since her house phone was disconnected she no fuck i like that you cut out reveals because it sounds stupid. It I thought it was fine. No, don't do it. Reveals like the wizard of Oz. So, Simon tells Clary that her house phone was disconnected. So, of course, he came here to look for her. And um, Luke told him that she was upstate out of cell service taking care of a sick relative. And he knew this was bullshit. Because Clary has no other relatives. Like, right. Luke, that was a bad Come lie. on, Luke. You know that he knows. That they know that. <laughs> like, try harder. Yeah. Stop it. So, Simon then says that Luke is acting weird. He's packing a green duffel bag with strange weapons. Um, okay, hold on. Because he's Time been out, watching, but for how long? So, he went to go hide because yeah. Luke was being shifty. Okay. Okay. I see. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, maybe he thought that Luke murdered them. Okay. Oh, that's dark. I didn't yeah. even think about that. But I was I was just thinking, I'm like, okay, so you're Simon. And you've known Luke literally, you know, forever. Yeah. For most Since of your life. Since you were a child. And he's just this boring... Bookstore, dude. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, like he owns a bookstore and he wears flannel and drives yeah. a Yeah. And he's like, truck. he's acting weird and he has like weapons. Right. Like real weird weapons. Yeah. And you're like, uh. He's acting more than weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some because... crazy shit's going on, I think is what I would say. Because mm-hmm. Simon thinks that he took the bodies upstate and buried them. Right. You know what, though? Now that you said that, like if I was in that position, that's exactly where I my think mind I would, would go. Too. I'd be like, oh, he's a murderer. For yeah. Sure. All this talk about calling the police and he decides to be a fucking PI. Right. <laughs> That's fair. It seems very out of character that he wouldn't be mm-hmm. like. Mm. Yeah, he wouldn't got the bouncer. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, but now you're going to be mm-hmm. PI. PI Simon. So Clary just tells Jace that she's going to tell Simon the truth. 
And uh, I think it's maybe because of the strange weapons and everything that's going on, mm-hmm. he, she doesn't want Simon to think that Luke murdered people. I don't know. <sighs> okay. Plus, it would just be a good explanation of everything that's happening because it's the truth. Right. <laughs> and also, at the same time, like, if, like, one of you guys went missing and I found you after four days of you just, like, poof, ghost. Gone. Also climbing over a fence. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I'd be like, I'm not, you're telling me what yes. happened. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm not accepting any answer that's not crazy because yeah. whatever happened is crazy. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. So Jay says that um, his oath to the covenant binds him from divulging information, but that Clary has taken no such vow. And she takes a deep breath and tells Simon everything. Same Z's. Mm-hmm. Totes my goats. Yes. I would tell you guys everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I would have to, like, share it a crazy. Uh-huh. Well, it seems like at this point, he it's more likely he's going to believe her than it, he would have after the pandemonium sure. incident. Just that happened, and now this is happening, and she's gone, and her phone's not working. And maybe he also went to the apartment. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm wondering if it's one of those things, like you're saying, like maybe he, knowing, will be able to see some stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Or at I least he's going to keep his eyes open. Well, because you remember what Hodge said about the Rabiner demon, how if she didn't know about all this or, or whatever, her mind would have, like, computed it as something else, right? Right. Um, like so, a dog or something right, like that. Right. There's no yeah. glamour on the demon, but your mind wouldn't be able to process. But if you knew that they existed, uh-huh. then you would see them for what they are. Right. Does that make sense? Of mm-hmm. course. Which mm-hmm. is creepy. It is. How many dogs have you seen that are actually demons? Yeah. <laughs> I like dogs. You're the like, dogs I've seen are angels. You're like, that's funny. Don't yeah, say that I again. have a dog. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so the sun is set by the time Clary's done explaining, obviously, because it's a lot of stuff to go over. And <laughs> Simon asks her to clarify what Jace exactly is. Just weird. And then, if vampires, werewolves, and warlocks are in fact real. It's very important yes. for a nerd like Simon. Yeah. And um, he also asked Jace if he kills uh, what we know now as downworlders. Like, are you basically Van Helsing? <laughs> and Jace replies that yes, but only when they've been naughty. Naughty. <laughs> Which is just Awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so weird. I really wish that I could do an like English accent because that's mm-hmm. to me that's the Alicante accent. Yeah. So that he's speaking European. With, yeah, with an English accent. Okay. But I can't do one. Are Only you sure? when they've been naughty. <laughs> that was good. It's terrible. It's awesome. I'm ridiculously good looking. <laughs> really, really ridiculously good looking. <laughs> Like that one is not good. No. like that one would not that was half zoolander yeah accents i <laughs> like <laughs> usually but uh-huh. that one was a turn off sorry <laughs> love you <laughs> wrong totally yeah i i could do a spanish accent but not let's hear it oh i don't think it'd be i could say it in spanish it's not happening say it in spanish i uh, 
We're pressuring you now. You have to. I feel Robin literally speaks fluent Spanish. She speaks Spanish in her home most of the time. Her husband speaks, obviously, Spanish is his first language. But she's so, yeah, your kids speak Spanish, but she is so self-conscious. It's not going to happen. You should. We'll get you. You'll get maybe. I'll just record her while she's yelling at her kids. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe when we meet another certain character that is Spanish. Okay. I'm going to murder you. Oh, that's so far away. It's not. Maybe I'll get her a glass of wine next time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, just, oh, I was gonna say something bad. I'll bring some chocolate. I just messed up the doc, you guys. I can't. Okay, here we are. So Clary is anxious, wondering if telling him was the right choice. <laughs> and Simon ends up being totally into it and explains, like, "Oh my God, it's just like real life D and D." And Jace, poor Jace, is so sheltered from the mundane world. He's confused. Like, it's like finally, Amanda. Yeah, it's finally his turn. I was going to say, I get it. So, Clary says it's a game where people pretend to be wizards and elves, and they kill monsters and stuff. And I just expect... That is the most piss-poor description of D&D ever. Yeah. How would you better describe it? It seems pretty lame. No. Oh. Sorry. That's just from me. Whatever. You're okay. Lame. I've never played, so I, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Don't be so rude. I know. I'm sorry. I like scattergories. Yeah. <laughs> scattergories. Scattergories. Because it's like categories. <laughs> but what's a scat? Yes. They're scattered. She's so scattered. Yeah. It's like scooby-doo-bum-ba-da-bum-categories. <laughs> sorry. We're going to play it someday. The alley cat. I think you what guys would like it. The alley cat. Straight cat strut? Yes. <laughs> I knew you'd know. Yeah, I got you. I got a mind meld. Okay. So Jace tells them that he's heard of dungeons, and he's heard of dragons, although they're mostly extinct, and he says that real elves are about eight inches tall and bite, and yes, some (laughs) vampires are babes. That's great. I love that he says babes. Because Simon asked him if vampires are babes. Just babes as chicks. I don't know. That's just... I love it. I really like it. The mid-aughts. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, you're Simon. You're a total nerd. And you find out all this shit's real. I would be so stoked. (laughs) I would. That's why I would be like, I gotta tell everybody because I'm so excited. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I like to to gossip, so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna tell people anyway. (laughs) I just feel like I would be afraid. Of what? Everything. She apologizes oh, for everything. That's true. Of course I'm sorry afraid. that that's what happened. Everything's going to kill me. Yeah, okay. That's. But I would rather know what's coming. Heck yes. Than like not be aware and not be able to like spot it. I'd, be, I'd try right. to find out everything I knew or everything I could find out. Uh-huh. I think it's funny that he just automatically goes to, what was it? Um zombies or werewolves warlocks and vampires i love that those are the important ones yep he wants to know if vampires are hot are they babes they're babes mm-hmm. totally so the door to the bookstore is locked so jace uses his stele 
to draw a rune on the door to open it. And Simon has... Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. I have a question. So- Alohomora. <laughs> okay. So these runes um, really can do, like, anything. Like, he used one to mm-hmm. make her go to sleep. He used one to heal himself. He used one for a window. And now it can open doors. How much do we want to go into this? Okay. Can I do basic I just, Okay, can review? I just say that's crazy? It I is guess. crazy. I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That is all. You may continue. <laughs> I'm tipping my hat. You can't see it. <laughs> so Simon has this bitter jealousy thing going on and asks clearly, like, how can you stand to be around him? Mm-hmm. And she says, he saved my life. Which is just like... See, I told you she forgave him. 10%. What? All she needed was to slap him and then she was fine. I guess and he also, when they were fighting the other, the Forsaken. It's kind yeah. of like um, Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh-huh. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> he saved my life. So now I owe him. Right. Ugh. Yeah. But also, like, poor Simon. Like, he's clearly in love with her i know and he can't compete with this guy no he's like a literal legit superhero yeah it's kind of like clary i think when she sees isabel Mm -hmm. she knows she can't compete with someone like that so you kind of like deflate Mm -hmm. well and jace isn't very um modest humble humble, yeah yeah. humble that's a better (laughs) word yeah he doesn't know what a humble brag is at all (laughs) no (laughs) I am amazing. No, I'm not going to try to do the accent anymore. <laughs> You're just going to keep doing I'll just it, keep being you? Canadian. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so they get inside and it's dark. And I don't know why we can't turn on the lights. But Jace has to be a douche. He's uh-huh. going to be extra. Yep. He's got to be extra. And takes out a witch light that illuminates the room. <laughs> right. It's like a flashlight on your cell phone. Yeah, why do you have to do that? <laughs> Before cell phones right. had flashlights. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't know why he has to be extra. But. He's wearing all black. He needs to be like a ninja. Yeah. Okay, but you're sneaking you're breaking into someone's That's house. That's true. Right. You're not gonna flip on a light that you have to run back to the switch to turn it off. You would be using a mm-hmm. flashlight or something. So I guess if, if had I hadn't hide. heard that Luke was hiding weapons, I'd be like, it's Luke's house. Just turn the lights on. If he comes home and sends me out, it's fine. Right. But now knowing that he has weapons because Simon saw them. Yeah, right. I guess you're right. Yeah. Take it back, Jace. <laughs> but only a little. Good call. <laughs> so back to the wikia, as is my life. The witch light is a light. An ad popped up and I wasn't sure if it was going to start playing noise, but it's not. Which light is a light? The wow. end. <laughs> Thank you for that clarification. Just Appreciate kidding. it. So it's flat, smooth gray stone that emits light, giving off a pure white glow when held by shadow hunters. All shadow hunters carry witch light stones to remind them that the light can be found even among the darkest shadows, and also to supply them with actual light when they are literally among dark shadows. According to um, notes in the Shadow Hunter Codex. Um, they typically carry two witch lights. And they are said to be extracted from the same rock as Adamus, which is what the seraph blades are made out of. Mm-hmm. Um, the stone is affected by the presence of Adamus, 
considered its sister stone and receives its glow from it, as though reflecting the light inherent in the heavenly metal. The stones are then broken up and polished by Iron Sisters and marked to make their glow a property that can be turned on and off at the will of the Shadow Hunter holding them. Although Witchlight does not... Nope. Stop reading. That's a spoiler. Don't do it. Um, okay, so again, I think I need to talk about his clothes, Jace's outfit. Mm-hmm. He's got to be wearing cargo pants or a utility belt, a vest, it like just, a fisherman's vest. The only thing I think it says is his mini pockets. Mm-hmm. His so it's mini cargo pockets. pants for Shizzle. Mm-hmm. I think, yes, and I think they're jackets i want to say i don't remember which book it's in though they say something about their jackets having a lot of pockets okay for things mm-hmm. i'm huh. the more we're talking about it i'm wondering if this is more like a kevlar that's mm-hmm. what i was saying when i was saying canvas that makes sense i meant like kevlar like a bulletproof vest uh-huh. sort of material okay. uh-huh but it's the more, like the more we're talking canvas. about it the more it's ruining it for me <laughs> I'm like, I just imagine them in, like, hot leather. Yeah. Like, just, like, they're just hot, Can you imagine sexy. how sweaty that is? Yeah. Well, in my head, characters don't sweat. There's no <laughs> room for in that. In the New York summer. There's oh, my God. There's no room Ooh. for that. Gross. There's a room for that. Because you didn't hear my jokes, so I have to repeat it. I heard it. I... Then laugh. Oh, okay. Ha, 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 ha. You bully her back. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, so... 911 red flag creepy uh-huh. flashlight flashlight blinking. Yeah. They find bloodstained <laughs> manacles almost ripped from the wall. And Clary is not concerned about what Luke is doing, but concerned for his safety. Like somebody installed manacles to trap him. Not that they're probably Luke's manacles. Okay. Because someone's not going to break in right. and install that. Like, they're going to find, they took a stun finder out, find the stun to anchor it to the wall. It's not going to happen. It's like, how to tell when your dad's a killer, or a serial killer. I mean, he's not her dad, but like. Dexter? Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like that figure, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's all right. You can check the fridge and notice nothing's gone. And then mm-hmm. notice everything's gone. You can't see everything. It's cool. So they make their way into the apartment portion and find that everything seems to be in place. Like, there's dishes in the sink. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. And Clary thinks back to all the times that she spent there because Luke used to watch her and mm-hmm. she spent a lot of time there. So she goes into the guest bedroom where she always keeps a backpack of her things and changes into her own clothes. And then she just, like, kind of is a sigh of relief. It's nice to have something of her own again. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she's in the guest room, and then they go to Luke's okay. office to uh-huh. search his office. How freaking big is this New York house, apartment, whatever? It's like a bookstore, and then it's, she says he lives in the back of the bookstore, not, right, above not on top. The bookstore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is this like, she, she said is it was like a row? house. So I'm like, what? At where exactly, like, I'm I'm assuming he lives in, like, a suburb. Like, not in the mm-hmm. city, city. Well, it would have to be because it's a store. Right. So I'm like, how damn big? He's got a bedroom, a living room, a kitchen, a guest room, and 
office and then a whole right. store in the front. Maybe the office is more open to the business. Maybe. I mean, I it might be, but that's still huge. Sure. Right. Imagine real estate in New York. Like, he's rich. Books but are how- good. <laughs> really? Used books? Really? And out of print books? <laughs> Like, right, that's true. All I'm saying is that something fishy's going on. Okay, okay. <laughs> and why aren't these people picking up on these things? <laughs> they're children. They really are. So <laughs> they're su- they're searching. They're searching Luke's office, and Jake finds a picture of who? James. <laughs> Jake the demon. <laughs> Our alligator friend Jake. <laughs> They've adopted him as a pet. <laughs> they de-stung him. They took his stinger oh, off. Oh, that's sad. He okay. tried to kill Clary. <laughs> it's just like it's sad when he has a claw cat. Jace finds a picture of Clary, Jocelyn, and Luke at Coney Island. Um, and Clary notices it that it was the same picture that she threw at the demon, Jake, <laughs> in her apartment. <laughs> Proof that Luke had been to apartment since the attack. So, like, the glass is shattered. Right. It's not like he has the same picture as she has. No. Right. It's okay. the same break. So, what? He cleaned up? Right. Luke, you look like you're killing people. Come man. on, Luke. It looks super suspect. Yeah. To a normal person. But to Clary, I think she just assumes that... I he, agree. He, he knows something. He or... cares more than he was pretending. <laughs> Uh, right. You never know. Right. Like, he really loves me. Okay, yeah. Which, I mean, I understand. Like, if it's your pseudo-parent, mm-hmm. you're going to go there first. Right. But, like, my skeptical mind, I'm like, no, he's definitely a murderer. Well, right. remember what you said to me today, Amanda? What? Like, murders are usually done by... Like, oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they, something like 90% of murders are done by someone that they know. It's yeah. not just a random It's not murder. a murder. Yeah. So it was Luke. Book over. (laughs) (laughs) End of story. End scene. Jeez. Uh, Before Clary has time to process what the picture means, uh, they hear people coming. So with no way out. It's the scene of the crime. (laughs) His house is not the scene of the crime. Luke went back to the apartment to get. Oh, he went back. Yeah. He went to get a prize, like a. Like a trophy? A trophy, yeah. Like a trophy killer? Right, yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, I know, but... Wouldn't he want to tie up loose ends with Clary? She doesn't have any family. Yes. He's afraid he'll (laughs) murder her because he's on a rampage now. Uh, So he tells her to stay away. (laughs) Right. And the blood is from all of his other victims in the manacles. Yeah. Well, he took, yeah. he found her. He took Jocelyn back. I feel like this is, this is a dangerous tangent. <laughs> I'll stop. Oh, boy. All right, so they, they hear people coming, and there's no way out. And so they hide, and Jace uses his stele. Oh, shoot. This is where it talks about it. I'm sorry. Anyway. It's okay. That's not it was the same chapter. I brought up the window earlier. But we've already have read yeah. to this point. You're fine. I totally don't even remember. Continue. That. Okay. 
So before Clary has time to process what the picture means, they hear people coming. And with no other way out, they hide. And Jace uses his stele to create a one-way window so they can watch what's going on behind a screen. And I just want to point out, who has a screen? Well, I mean, he does have a lot of artifacts and things in his office, right? Like, they found a statue of, like, a, I think a Hindu god. And Dis. the... Goddess, I thought. Oh, yeah, goddess. You're right. And, like, a... The, the screen is described as like a <laughs> I'm like, wow. who cares Amanda <laughs> legit just rolled her eyes at me <laughs> she wants to go to bed and we're no, I'm debating just like, god or goddess a god or goddess <laughs> because it's brought up in a later chapter oh okay 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 it's in this fair. chapter it's pegborn looking at it oh yeah is it? Something? Oh, it is brought up later in the book. You're okay. right. Yeah. I'm like, I don't remember that. Anywho. So they're behind this, like, I believe they called it like a Japanese screen, right? Like, like, like a one divider. Of those, like changing screens. Yeah, okay. like a room uh-huh. divider kind of a thing. Um, and he uses his stele to create the window so they can watch. And Luke walks in with two men in red cloaks. And at first, Jace thinks that they're warlocks because they're wearing like warlock red but it's not long before he realizes that they're shadow hunters and the same men that killed his father (gasps) (laughs) nothing that was a very good very good cast thank you i thought you guys were gonna follow it up (laughs) i'm afraid i'll start coughing again okay sorry I was coughing yesterday, so hopefully you guys will get past it tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> Shit. I thought that's why you were like, <gasps> and then you were going to say was like, <laughs> We're just waiting for you, buddy. <laughs> you look like a doggy. <laughs> I just want you guys to know really quick. Andy bought these headphones uh-huh. to sleep in a hotel room with a guy that snores a lot. He slept with these. <laughs> Those so are aggressive. <laughs> so these are the guys that killed his father. Could you even imagine having to be quiet and like not? Because, I mean, if they killed your dad, they're definitely capable of killing you and these two completely untrained. Right. Mandy. Yes. <laughs> I love it. But you also don't know at this point. If Luke is with them or what. So, yeah, I don't could be three so against It could be one. three against one. Exactly. Uh-huh. And But you have to just keep quiet. You can't do anything. Could you yeah. imagine how difficult that would be? I can't. Well, especially because Jace can't seem to stop running his mouth. Yes. <laughs> okay. True story. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hello, sir. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just keep thinking of the Princess Bride. I was like, you killed Ew. my father. Prepare to, to die. die. I'm mean, right. stupid. I've never seen it. I've heard a lot about it, though. I it's probably not, should watch it. It's overrated. It's okay. highly overrated. You are overrated. <laughs> Absolutely not. I am perfectly rated. Ten stars. Would poop here again. Four and a half stars. <laughs> you gave me four and a half stars? No, Amanda, that's... You're going to hurt my feelings. That's a sign in my bathroom. I know. Oh. Oh, By the way, I'm I'm gonna cross stitch you something for your bathroom. That sounds great. 
Why not for my bathroom? You're getting bathroom? something too. Good. <laughs> I have a, a thing on the back of my toilet that Amanda said that says, um, what does it say? Please take a seat. Please take a seat. <laughs> There's lots more I'd like to make. Nobody's but. ever commented on it, by the way. <laughs> Except for the lady, right? Uh-huh. For William. Yep. William's um, special ed speech therapist, whatever. I like your sign. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this great. episode has unraveled I know. so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out. I wonder how much editing... <gasps> Oh, this, be able to this one's gonna be a nightmare. To edit what are the for time? Sure. What's the time? How uh, many minutes? I will see. An hour and twenty-one minutes. We're almost Dude, done. Are you kidding me? I feel like we've been in here forever. <laughs> I know. We're almost done. It's crazy. All right. Moving no on. No more. We're just gonna focus. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the men, Pegborn and Pen, Pengborn. Yeah. Okay. The men, Pengborn and Blackwell, call Luke Lucian Greymark, a name that Clary has never heard before. Their conversation isn't exactly friendly. Um, Pengborn and Blackwell are looking for information and Luke isn't giving any, but they're like they're like tiptoeing around it. They're being very um, kind of cagey around each other. They're all shadow hunters are annoying. <laughs> At this point, yeah, all yes. the shadow hunters we met are like, like only half truthful, yeah, and just kind of like have their own agenda, right? Okay. So the men seem to think that Jocelyn hid the mortal cup, which is the cup that Hodge had told Clary was destroyed by Valentine, but Luke says he doesn't know anything about the cup, nor does he have, nor does he want to. The men try to goad him, kind of poking at him and and talking about the uprising and how he felt about Jocelyn once. But Luke isn't taking the bait, and he tells them that he's leaving town and he's not going to interfere with Valentine's plans for Jocelyn. Ouch. Yeah. Right? Like, Clary has to sit here and listen to basically Luke say he just yeah. never cared. <clears throat> After having that phone, phone conversation mm-hmm. with him. Sad. That's harsh, for yeah. sure. So Pengborn and Blackwell tell him that they know about Clary, and Valentine is looking for her. I, yeah, ouch. Luke uh, tells them he's not even sure that she's still alive, and even if she were alive, she's not a threat since she doesn't know anything about the shadow world. Uh, but they're not buying it. He he was very obviously trying to deflect there. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> They offer to trade the cup for Jocelyn, but no dice. No dice. The facade of of niceties is starting to wear thin, and Clary notices Luke's demeanor change. For the first time in her life, he looks dangerous. And I'm thinking, girl. Right. There have been clues. (laughs) You have been Uh blind. (laughs) Well, especially in the last, like... In the last like 10, 10 minutes? minutes exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Come on now. Uh, she's not the only one who realizes because Pangborn and Blackwell decide not to push their luck and leave Luke with the following. Oh, and leave Luke following behind. So he's walking them out the door. Yeah. Right. He's like making sure that they're GTFO. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so question for Amanda. 
as they're leaving, Pangborn says to Luke, the, an- the angel guard you, Lucian. And Luke replies, the angel does not guard... The angel does not guard those like me. What do you think he means by that? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's obvious. It sounds like some some, some sort of a blessing. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Oh, like you're thinking and, of like the peace be with you. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Sort of. And um, obviously, it sounds like he did something wrong where he doesn't deserve it, mm-hmm. or opposites maybe. Like mm-hmm. the angel is actually watching you. Maybe the angel is mm-hmm. bad. He's like, no, I'm a good guy. Yeah. Because they were talking about, like, the uprising and whatever, and they didn't really get into it. So they're trying – Clary and Jace and Simon mm-hmm. are left there with a whole lot more questions yeah, than when they came. Um, how betrayed do you think Clary feels that both her parental figures have been keeping this part of their life from her. I mean, like, this is huge. I mean, I think she already kind of knew. Her mom, obviously, was keeping a lot from her. So Luke had to know something Mm -hmm. because they're so close. And But up until this point, she thinks her mom's just kind of, like, caught in the middle. But now these guys are saying that Jocelyn is, like, part of this whole thing that she took the mortal cup. Right. Which, you know... What, which I guess could be seen as like a heroic act, okay. or could be from Clary. Stealing. Yeah. Uh huh. But then, if that's the case, why wouldn't she just give it back to the clave? Right. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't wait to meet this Valentine guy. Like, why wouldn't she call the cops? Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Clary just really doesn't understand. Yes. Call the police. I. I just feel bad, but at the same time, I feel like um. Her, I'm trying to get into her mind space, mm-hmm. which sounds stupid, but so she's 15. Mm-hmm. She's insecure. Her mom is very secretive from her and never tells her anything, but it seems like she kind of has a yearning to know. Yeah. Because she said every time I ask uh-huh. her, she says this, which yeah. means she's pursued the mm-hmm. subject before. So now I wonder if she feels even more connected to Jace and to Hodge and to all these people that are yeah. getting into her mm-hmm. parts of her past. Which is maybe why Definitely. she feels comfortable staying there. Right. Yeah, like they're giving her something that she could never get. And so there's an intimate, an intimacy to that, like emotionally. Mm-hmm. Well, and for me, it'd be a little bit of FOMO, I think, too. I'd be afraid to miss out on oh, more information 100%, and anything about yeah. my mom. Okay, if I gotta say, as much as the, Claire is, has no sense of self-preservation, right. if I was in her shoes, I would totally be like, I'm a shadow hunter now. Train me. Let's go kill some damn demons. I would be so into it. I don't want to go that far. Oh, I totally I just want to know all the cheese me. <laughs> you just want to be like the tabloid writer for the shadow yes. hunters? Yes. I just think it'd be cool to like see Jason action and just know like you could do that. Okay. Like you're capable of the same thing. You wouldn't want to try though? No, I mean it would be cool to be like to know that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just going to be in the background writing about it. <laughs> Robin's like, it'd be cool to know that you could possibly, in theory, do that. Sorry, I said that. <laughs> I just, there's no way. I like, I can't walk up the stairs without being winded. Like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I fell train? up the stairs with the baby in my hand yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah, I love. That. I was fine. I, but anyway, yeah, I'm, I fell down when I was pregnant. Like, <laughs> I think more than once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not happening. Oh, could even protect right. my unborn baby. Right. I mean, 
You could. You did. They're fine. <laughs> yeah. But you still fell. You just hurt yourself. Yeah. Well, and I think um, Claire's clapping. <laughs> She's just moving on. <laughs> yeah. I love Lamp. We are tired. Good. I We got off on a tangent and didn't actually answer your question. Nope. I answered it. Don't be rude. I said I think that she already knew. Pretty sure only dogs could hear that little husband. <laughs> Sorry. So you don't think that she feels betrayed? <clears throat> no. Because she already felt betrayed. Right. Like this isn't the this is just more information. Filling in more gaps, I think. I the only thing I can think of the betrayal is maybe mm-hmm. she was trying to justify with herself, oh, Luke is telling to that because he's afraid that something's gonna happen to me. And uh-huh. it's yep. like he knows that if I come back then something could be bad, so he's gonna be mm-hmm. extra mean mm-hmm. to like push me away. Mm-hmm. And now she knows that. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's where my mind would go too, because it's so out of character. Uh-huh. I mean, when we saw that juxtaposition with what he told her about her sight, right? You know, and and uh-huh. that that conversation, and how gentle and how caring and kind he was with her, and then to do a complete one eighty like yeah. that and be like, "I don't care about you. I'm not worried about you." Like, even though when he answered the phone, he sounded relieved that he could hear. That it was she her. was okay, yeah. So, so like, yeah, in my head, I'd be like, well, maybe he's like trying to predict. Like, there's something that he knew that was had yes. to do with mom that he's mm-hmm. maybe he's trying to keep me out of it or whatever. Uh-huh. And then seeing this, it's like, yeah, it's more information, but it confirms the wrong thing. Like, uh-huh. like you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't necessarily confirm her theory of he's trying to protect her right it more confirms her theory of well he's like peace out bitches yeah. not my problem but he does say like he try- tries to kind of steer them away from her a mm-hmm. little bit she doesn't know anything right so, i don't know well he also said like she's probably dead oh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like just leave her alone just leave her alone yeah I- he's saying the ravener demon you know you sent demons she's probably yeah. dead she's just a little girl kind of right. a thing and they're like yeah but the demon didn't come back right well, and I wonder, um, like I said, up until this point, the manacle thing. She's like, oh, poor Luke. <laughs> you know, she's, she's still, she doesn't believe it. Uh-huh. As much as she's heard it. And I feel like she was being kind of jaded and a little, like, snarky. Well, Luke told me not to come here. Right. But she probably didn't really believe it. Like, yeah. in her bones. Mm-hmm. But now, you know. I gotta say, though, the only gripe I have about this chapter is... The manacles thing was such a missed opportunity for Simon to say something snarky about how kinky it was. Awesome. I mean, let's be honest. Awesome. Wrong place, wrong time, man. Right. Too soon. <laughs> awesome. All right. Awesome. Well, that wraps up. Yes. Episode five. Make sure that you've read chapter nine, The Circle and the Brotherhood, for next time. For behind-the-scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworlder Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.